Hi, I'm Julian and welcome in to the 9320 Friday podcast preview show. We'll be here every Friday previewing the weekend City games. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Lloyd. Lloyd, how are you? I'm good, Julian. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well. This is the first time we've been together on a podcast, am I right? It is, yeah. yeah little double act. Double act, yeah. The, the tandem. So this show, we're going to be previewing the upcoming game uh, against Everton uh, on Monday night, Monday night football. Uh, and we're going to be looking into some transfers um, and and such as that. So let's get into it. The first order of the week, we had a rather important friendly, or uh, as you were going to tell, why, yeah. AI, <laughs> very important, against um, Girona. So let's look into that. Did you manage to watch the game? Yeah, yeah, I saw the game. Um, watched the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one, really, wasn't it? I mean, I think it, at the end of the day, it was a bit of a PR exercise. Um, a lot to do with, um, obviously, Perry Guardiola taking the 50% in it and them coming under the um, coming under the City Football Group ca- uh, kind of category, umbrella, whatever you want to call it kind of thing. Um, and yeah, obviously, Girona haven't started their league season yet. They started the weekend, so... I think it was a lot more for them than it was for us. And you could kind of see that a lot of the players saw it as a bit of a chore, which I think was a little bit, um, and I saw a lot of people say it's a little bit frustrating in that obviously none of the none of the guys, apart from I think Stones and Danilo, um, started against Brighton and then started on against Girona because he obviously you know, changed the team and kind of hoped maybe that... Um, you know, a few of the guys on the on the on the fringes, so to speak, kind of put in put down a bit of a marker. But then, conversely to that, I understand why as why as professionals, when you've got what is your meat and drink the weekend and the important um, game at the weekend against Everton, that you know your your eyes might be a bit off it. But yeah, what what, what did you think of it? Well, it, it was interesting because when they announced this, I thought they got it wrong. When 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 that yeah. picture came up and you saw um, Silva Aguero, and I think it's KDB that's on it, I was kind of like. You cannot have They're this. Not I mean, playing that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. I was interested to see what the lineup would be, and and like I said, probably like all, us all. I think we're all like, just don't get injured, and that's what it was. Where everyone comes through, and when I looked at the lineup, and I can give you the lineup for anyone just to read, it was really the fringe players. Really, it was Bravo in goal. I mean, uh, Danilo, Stones, Mangala, uh, Tossin, uh, Leroy Sane, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, Torre. Um, Forden and Brahim Diaz so that that was a thing and I looked at it and it was just like the, the, this is it for the I mean apart from Stones and, and Danilo you would say that um, obviously I'd say even Sane and um, Sterling there are um, uh, you know first choices but I yeah. think we're down to law but it's like the rest of them he's the chance to stake a claim you know show us some and it it was just I couldn't believe what I was watching because I know it was a preseason game and Listen, through preseason, I've watched the games and I've been like, wow, this is amazing. And again, we keep pinching ourselves saying, but it's only preseason. We've nothing, but we had nothing else to compare it to, you know, until it was like, now let's go and do it against Brighton. And it was great. So then, so then, uh, I know this was, um, it, just looking at it and it was just, I was very disappointed. I must admit, in a friendly, it didn't really matter. But the most important thing is it was just, you know, nobody got injured. So I'm glad it, mm. I'm glad it's over with and such like that. And I just think, like like you said, definitely a PR stunt. And um, you know, you know that these are going to pop up more and more often, which are just frustrated. But definitely, no, definitely. And I think as well, the main thing really that everyone's going to take out of that is that Gundogan came back and yeah. got 25 minutes or 20 minutes, however long it was. Which I think you know it's really important, and in a way. In a, in a quite weird, perverse way, I don't think he would have got 20 minutes at the weekend against Everton. Um, so, in a very, I think, you know, in, in a kind of weird way, it's for Gundogan, it's been, it's almost perfectly timed in that it's given him a bit of pitch time. Obviously, I know the intensity and the pace of the game was way down, but it's given him some minutes, which is obviously going to, you know, help him um, come back in over the next couple of weeks. Because, um, you know, as we've discussed, each of us on our, you know, season previews and stuff, I, I really do think he's going to be. A crucial player, definitely. Um, definitely, when we play a back three, and then I think there were, I think there are a few few things you could pick out. I actually thought Bernardo Silva um, looked a bit off it in terms of fitness and sharpness, but sh- showed a few. There were a few touches of class that came through. Um, 
just little turns um, and little like death touches where I thought, yeah, that's the guy that we saw that played against us at the Etihad. Um, but yeah, looked looked a bit short of match fitness, but you know that's completely expected. He only, he only had the West Ham game over preseason and had what about five minutes against Brighton, um, and then yeah, I mean that was that was pretty much it to be honest. The only the only other interesting thing I think uh, came out of it, and I know you're going to come on to this, is Sane at left wing back, um, and in again kind of like Gundogan, I think in a really weird perverse way. I think it might have been a good thing um, to see Sane in that position, in that it's just so blatantly obvious that he's not—he's—he's he's not a left wing back, and he's not—he's not. His attributes are not designed for a guy to play there. He's so much better when he's fifteen, twenty yards higher up the pitch and not having to, you know, run from really deep and often pass inside. He needs to be explosive and be allowed that pace to kind of get in behind and the likes of Silvers and. De Bruyne to feed him so I think it maybe maybe I could be wrong in a weird way kind of seeing that uh, in a game that didn't matter in a way I think might be a helpful thing um, and might maybe push a bit of a shift back towards the back four I don't know what what do you think what do you I know you had some interesting thoughts on Sane well yeah I mean listen I love him I, I think I think he's, he's a superstar and like I said but I love him going forward I love him out wide I love him as an attacker and what one thing I watch coming to that is he just he just can't do it. He just can't defend. He's not got it in his in his build up. Now he is good at winning the ball back because of his long legs and his, his he can do it. But yeah, I, I just saw. I mean, you saw from the goal. I know he slips and and stuff. It's just it's just so unnatural for him to be at that side of the pitch. You know, I, I expect every player to come back and do do the first share, but it just doesn't fit. And this is what we've seen throughout the preseason. And this is what Scott City fans worried is. You know, Sterling and, and, and Sane aren't fitting into the system and this system doesn't fit them. And I think people are mm. worried thinking that, hey, is this it now? Is that Are they going to be on the bench and it's going to be that? I don't think it is. I think this is just one of the formations that, that Pep's going to... I hope it is. I'm not going to any uh, exclusives or anything. But I do think it's going to be something different um, that, that we're going to see and maybe we'll, we'll come on to that. But I think that's interesting. And I think the cover, it, it highlights the fact for me for cover for throughout the the squad you know if you know we've got Benjamin Mendy who made who made the trip and was was training with them but he obviously wasn't named on the bench so I think he'll be ready soon but I just think it's it's interesting with him being the the left-sided left footer if you will because I know Danilo's played there but he's not mm. left-footed and I think you saw that in the game as well it's something else that highlighted that he was a guy that kept checking back and you know was it was something. Oh, you played on the right. On the right, I'm thinking of the Brighton game. But that's something um, you know that I, I, I think you can see with you know the left. It just worries me because, like I said, I think he's looking at it to to you know um, fit multiple players in multiple positions because of the thing. But you know, uh, the only other other thing I, I could see was um, out that. Before we, we we move on, again you mentioned Bernardo Silva, really really high on this guy, and I really think that he's um, he's going to be a player, but he just needs to uh, you know to, to to get a few games um, under his belt. But yeah, I think that's enough of that game. I want to kind of bury it and move on. Anything <laughs> else you want to add from it? No, not really. I think the only other thing would just be that um, I think the the reason we're experimenting with Sane is that you know we know that we've not got a proper second choice left back option since the kind of Bertrand thing's fallen through and there's been literally no other names mentioned. Obviously, you know, we've seen Danilo can play left back, but really, you know, as we've kind of seen in the preseason games and the Brighton game, he's not got much of a left foot. So we've kind of not got that second secondary left back option. Fernandinho struggled when he's played there. Definitely couldn't do it in a in a kind of back three on the as one of the wing backs, so I, you know, I can see why Guardiola's going going with it. But yeah, in a way, I hope that this has kind of showed to him, you know, we don't need Sani defending in his own box. We need him up and around the oppositions. Yeah, well, like I said, the only other thing um, I'll mention is Pablo Maffeo. I thought he was awesome. I know he oh, got yeah, definitely. man of the match. But I thought it was very interesting that him and Sane were going at it. That's the way I took from it. And it, they, I mean, them two were going at it, you know, they were, and um, it, oh, obviously he got the better of him quite a few times in a couple of little challenges. And I don't know if you saw it, but there was one part when them two went at each other. Yeah. And you could see Pep's face. He got frustrated and he got up and you could, I don't know what he said, but you could tell that he was just like, you know, just, 
chill you know what i mean but yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought it was i thought it was interesting and like i say I, i'll be watching um them to see how they get on like i say we have got well we've got five players i think they're now have way or we will do shortly but um yeah it was good but i think w- what did city cl- classed it as warm um warm weather training warm weather it? training yeah okay so probably well, not with a few beers though yeah pr- probably not so yeah we'll uh that we'll wrap that up we're gonna look on to uh everton now our home opener monday night football i'm really really excited i'm also really really nervous as well because obviously with the start of the premier league and and with how games have gone and i think with a game against brighton we we kind of got the job done. It was a tough game. Well, obviously, we, you know we've 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 been over. We got the job done. Now we're going to play at home. We're going to play against diff, different opposition that we kind of uh, they're an unknown. Everton have spent a lot of money in the transfer market. They've had a new addition um, uh, with Gilfie Sigurdsson, a massive. You know they've been throwing the money around as well. I think they spent about 140 million, and he's a good addition. He is a good addition, and he, he tends to do quite well against us. So he'd probably make his debut. Um, on on Monday. So, what have you made of of Everton so far, and how do you think they're going to approach the game? I think, yeah, I think it'll be um, it'll be interesting. Um, I think obviously they got off to a good start um, at the you know at the weekend with their one 0 win. Um, I think obviously it's going to be a tough test. They're, I mean, th- this season, I think they're going to definitely be in and around kind of the. Sixth, fifth place. I think they're you know really going to push the likes of um, you know Arsenal, you know United, <laughs> whoever will be around that area. But no, I think I think it's going to be a really good test because you know fundamentally this was the kind of this was the kind of game last season that we came unstuck against at home. Um, teams that sat in a little bit. Don't remind me. Um, oh, that was it was one of the weirdest games that Everton game. Cause missed two some penalties. Of the best. And yeah, we the did, keeper had the game of his life. I mean, I, I, was it Stecklenburg that ran now that he saved that KDB, which it was, was that shot about, De Bruyne shot. Yeah, yeah was, oh my goodness, yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, I forgot about the two penalties. It was just such a weird game. It was some of the best football I've seen from a City team in terms of speed, in terms of like possession. But what we did with the ball, the chances we were creating, it was and it utterly bizarre that we didn't win that. Um, obviously, they had Lukaku. Um, that's a huge threat. Obviously, that's gone. I think the thing, my thing about Everton is I think they've lost a bit of pace. Um, and I think a little bit like everyone else in the league, they're trying out this kind of 3-4-2-1, 3-4-3 kind of formation. And a little bit like us last season, I don't think they've got the players to play it. Um, they played Calvert-Lewin, the young um, England kind of striker that won the um, Euros with the under-20s. Yeah. They played him... Right wing back um, at the weekend, and then moved him up front at half time. Um, and I think whilst Michael Keane has come in and he's a good addition to that, and I think Clarsen as well. I just don't think overall they've got they've got the players potentially to play, and I think that could be where we could get at them. I'm not sure. Obviously, we'll come on to this whether we'll we'll match up and play the same. But um, I think with Rooney coming in, um, Clarsen, I've not seen much of him, but from what I've read. Um, I don't think he's the quickest player. Obviously, they've lost the threat of Lukaku on the break, which is a huge threat. And the goals um, as well. And the goals. And the goals, exactly. Um, and, you know, their midfield of what's normally kind of uh, Gay and Schneiderlin. Uh, Gay's, you know, Gay's quicker on the part, but, you know, I don't think they've got that much pace. So I'd be, I'd be looking towards um, playing uh, four at the back and playing two wingers. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think overall it's going to be a really good test and um, kind of good that we've got it so early in the season that we're not starting off with three or four of the bottom half. I think it'll be a really good test. Yeah, I, I think I think you know it's going to be a tough game. But you know, look, looking back to the Brighton game, we had so much possession of the ball, and, and and you know they didn't really come out. It felt like a home game to me. How it is at the thing? Do you think that Everton are going to come out? Do you think that they're going to have more of a go? Or do you think uh, with how Ronald Koeman plays, do you think there'll be more space? I think they'll have a, they'll have more of a go than Brighton. I think that goes without saying. Um, I don't think they're going to come gung ho. Uh, Kuman's teams don't play like that. He likes to set up quite defensively. Um, the same when he was at Southampton, and the same last season, really. I mean, if you think about that game when they came to us, they literally parked the bus. Lukaku was, you know, ten fifteen yards behind the halfway line, and they just sprung when they got the opportunity. So, I think I, d- I don't think they're going to come and you know go for it. 
but they're going to give us a lot more space than Brighton did. And um, just the nature of the players that they've got, they're going to take more risks. And I think that actually is going to play into our hands a bit more because as we saw with Brighton, the few times that kind of we coaxed them, on, them onto us a little bit and we then engaged that pressing, um, which was fantastic at the weekend, probably the best aspect of our play. If we can, if we can get that against Everton and nick a couple of balls off Rooney or Clarkson or someone like that, then we should, you know, by the by the definition of numbers, we'll have less to get past. And um, you know, we've seen how how deadly we can be with that Aguero goal. So, yeah, I'm hopeful, and I do think it'll actually suit us better. Um, the big test will just be whether the defense can stand up, because um, obviously it's not been tested yet. And whether, you know, someone like Rooney or Sandro or whatever gets through early doors and then makes it a difficult game for us. Yeah, well, you know, Everton are obviously going to be more of a challenge. We need to, you know, make the Etihad kind of like um, a fortress. I've seen from Everton and plenty of other teams, the theme of the Premier League now seems to be that a lot of teams are playing this kind of like 3-5-2 or kind of three at the back with wing whites. That's how Everton seems to have, have lined up with um, Williams and Jagielka and Michael Keane. Um, mm. do, you, do you see them uh, deploying that kind of uh, against us and having Leighton Baines wide and, and such like that? Do you see them doing that or do you see them changing formation? No, I think they'll go with that as well uh, again. And like I said, yeah, I don't know. I just think a little bit like a lot of the other teams in uh, in the league, it's become a bit of a fashion thing. Um, obviously, Spurs and kind of... Ch- um, Arsenal, Arsenal are doing it pretty well as Arsenal well. Arsenal are doing it, yeah. Got Spurs, well, Spurs and Chelsea kicked it off, mainly Chelsea. And then, you know, there's lots of teams doing it. I mean, um, Stoke have been doing it in recent weeks. I think big old Tony Pulis has had uh, West Brom doing it. Um, but yeah, just to me... I think Leighton Baines at left wing back, I'm not sure about that. I know, obviously, you know, back in his pomp, he was great going forward, but I think that's definitely something you can get at. Jag Yelka, you know, he's 35 now. Um, you can definitely expose him a little bit. I think a little bit like uh, when John Terry was getting played in back threes under Villas Bos or whatever. You know, if, yeah. if we're, if we're going to have both Aguero and Jesus on the pitch, whether that's one um Jesus wide or both of them up front, I'd like to see both of them pulling off onto him um, and isolating him. But yeah, I just I just think it's it's a little bit more um, they're, they're trying to play it than it is by by design. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be a test because they've got you know they've recruited really well. Obviously, Sigurdsson's going to come into that team. They've got a strong bench. They've got the likes of Morales, you know, Tom Davis, Lennon, potentially Barkley, Lennon um, coming off the bench. So you know. They've got some proper quality. Yeah, they've, they've, I think they've recruited well. I think you know they've, you know they get in there. But so is the Premier League. Everyone's moving on now. Everyone kind of is spending that kind of money. And I, I, it's a cliche this, and I know I've said it, but I do think that this this Premier League season will be the best yet. You know, I'm not, it's not an advert for the Premier League. I'm just saying with with other teams, you know, going hard at it as well. It's 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 going to be very very interesting. How do you think? Pep approaches the game now. Now you kind of seen what he's done in preseason. You saw what he did at, at Brighton. Do you think he he, he goes with the same system? Um, obviously, you could read who started and who didn't, so you can kind of have some idea. And we'll come on to who you think will start and such. But how do you think? Do you, do you think he goes with the same system, or or do you think he changes it? It's a really difficult one. Um, I think it could go either way. To be honest, uh, my gut feeling is probably that he'll change back to the four. Reason being is I thought his comments after the Brighton game, um, and obviously we've got to wait for his comments um, before this game, just right. in case anything comes out. Um, but you know, I thought they kind of he said that we we lack that attacking spark and that um, you know bit of bit of you know explosiveness in the final third. And I think obviously with both Sane and Sterling on the bench. It does seem a bit of a shame and a bit of a, a bit of a waste to have both of them on the bench. Um, and obviously, the difficulty with the three-five-two, or you know, however you want to characterise it, is it's very difficult to play one of them. Never mind, I have both of them. Um, and yeah, just having them both on the bench just seems like such a waste. So I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I would expect him to go back to the four purely because we had so much domination um, on the weekend. We're obviously going to be at home. Um, and I just think that there's not, there wasn't necessarily the need for that third defender. But then, alternatively, you know, 
I think Everton are pretty much dead set to go like that. They've gone like that tonight in their Europa League game again. So Pep might might want to you know set up the same, but I'm not really sure that's the kind of thing that Pep thinks about um, in terms of going toe to toe tactically. I think he'll be looking at how we can expose them best. And from my perspective, I think that's definitely with both um, two wingers on the pitch, whether one of them Jesus um, and the other one Sterling or Sane. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, gut feeling is probably back four, and Otamendi drops out for one of the wingers. Right. Well. Well, I, I, I want I want you with the current squad that we've got. I'm going to put the power in your hands. Just so, what is the best formation that we that you would like to see us play? Not that we're going to. What would you like to see us with the personnel that we've got? I know this is kind of like fantasy football, but mm. I think it's what we're going no, to. That's an interesting question. What we, what uh, would you think? What, where do you think we'd do well? Obviously, you've you've seen the three five two. Is would you go with something else or stick with that? I'd go with the the one from last season, the kind of four one four one or four three three, just because. The the part of our squad that's the strongest is the attack in the midfield by you know by a distance. We're still struggling in defence a little bit, um, as shown by targeting Johnny Evans, um, <laughs> which we'll come on to. Which we'll come on to. Um, but obviously, you know, we've got the fullbacks in, which is great. They've taken the level up massively. But for me, it just seems a shame when we've got so many good players on the bench. When we had, you know, at the weekend we had Bernardo Silva, Sterling, Sane, Torre, Gundogan not even on the bench. There's five kind of attacking, in quotation marks, players. Um, so for me, it would definitely be uh, back four, a holding midfielder, then two of Gundua, uh, two of Silva, Silva or De Bruyne, and then two guys wide of uh, probably Aguero up front or Jesus. Um, I just think we showed, uh, you know, so many times last year that we were good enough and we've got the technical ability to dominate and having strength in the defence now with the goalkeeper, which I think is going to make a big difference. You know, we're praying that he, you know, he is what we need because, you know, it can't go wrong with Edison. It's an experiment that has to go right. I think it will, but, you know, a lot's banking on that. And strengthening with the two fullbacks in terms of recovery, but also in terms of the pressing, I think it's going to make such a difference that we've now kind of got that. I, I think we can stick to that basis and that's enough. And then just go and try and dominate the ball as we did in so many games last season. Because realistically, last season, we created enough chances to win. I think Guardiola said this every single game we played apart from Spurs away. Um, And it was about the finishing, but it was also conversely about letting in the easy chances in that period over January where Bravo let in like 8 out of 14 shots or wherever it was. So yeah, I, I, I still think that's probably the best. It just seems, for me, it just seems a bit overkill to have um, three central defenders on the pitch at once when we have so so many good players on the bench. What about you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've seen Pet. I've seen Pet mention that he says we're going to change it. I believe, I hope, I, I can understand why he would play three at the back at home because usually a lot of teams come and the home games are pretty difficult. If you don't get that early goal, you know it's going to be a tough afternoon. It's like kind of break us down. You know what I mean? It's it's one of them. And that's what you, I could see. Just You could put, you don't need that extra defender if you're going to possess the ball that much. However, I, I like the formation, like what you said, and I think it'll work. And the, the, you want to stretch the pitch. And how we're going to do that now even more so is the, the pace down the fullback. I mean, Cal Walker... I actually didn't realise how quick he was. Same. I mean, he is rapid. Seriously, I mean, yeah, I'm honestly. I mean, you know, um, Leroy's fast, uh, Sterling's fast, but he, I think he, I think he's the fastest in the squad. I really, really think he is the fastest. Um, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. But I think it's just a pace that frightens the life out of people. But it obviously changes the thing because looking back, you had Zabaleta or collar off a cliche. I know a cliche wasn't slow, but I think. When you were all out going forward, you could afford to leave them back and the recovery coming coming back. So I think that that is going to change a lot of things, and I think we're probably going to see maybe a, a, a different formation with, with what he does. But I think he might commit more people forward and less back because of the pace that we've got on recovery. Um, but I do think that w- what you said, I, I like the wingers. I, I like the the three. The three high with whoever that's going to be. Whether I'd prefer it to be Sane, um, Sterling, and uh, Kun, or, or it would be the choice. Oh, Jesus, that's fine. That's fine with me. But that's where I think the future will be. And you know, I think Mendy. We've got Mendy to come in, 
you know, and obviously we watched him last year. I think I think he was solid, but to, to see him on the pitch, I think it's just going to be a massive upgrade. A massive, Definitely. well, it is, it is, it is going to be a massive. There's not going to be. It, it certainly is going to be an upgraded with the power. I mean, he's so young is is. I think it's going to be the best acquisition at left back since probably the takeover. Would you agree with that? I mean, I, think I, I, pro- I no, I think I probably would. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've not had, we've not been blessed with great left backs um, since the takeover. Um, yeah, obviously we had Kolarov, who you know has his critics, but you know was great at times, especially in that first Pellegrini season. But he's never really had the legs. He's always looked a little bit like um, a guy that that was a little bit lost at left back, and then obviously Clichy also has his critics. Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, we've not, you know, we've not really, who else have we had? Like Javier Garrido, um, off the top of my head, I can't think of a few, any others, but I think, yeah, Men- Mendy's a step up and it's just, I think that's why Pep's bought them. Pep's, you know, we, we've, we've got to remember the amount of games last year that, um, Pep pick, Pep would pick the team. We'd all try and predict it beforehand and there'd be so many attacking players on the pitch and we'd all be getting to the ground be going, what is this? Who've we got in defence? So, at the end of the day, I think Pep's come to this, and in a way, I think it's good that he's come to this because it's him, kind of as as Sam Lee's been going down a little bit down this path, recognizing the flaws, trying to correct them, and it's now given us a really good option, um, you know, to use against potentially, you know, more attacking opponents. And obviously, we did use it last year against Chelsea and Spurs, um, but I think it has made us look a bit more solid defensively. But then. I think we've traded off too much of the attacking, um, too much of the attacking. Well, well, I, I, I know, I know, we we kind of going all over all ground, but I do think it is interesting. You just mentioned, you know, there's games I can think of just on the top of my head where we lost a game. Oh, we didn't do that. Everton away, funnily enough, last year when Gail Cleese tried, you know, when uh, Lukaku turned him inside out, and he, that was on the counter attack. Oh, that was painful. And then you remember. Uh, William for Chelsea just he, he he just that was on the counter attack. I think there were yeah. two goals actually on, and it was just like, hey, listen. yeah, Hazard as yeah, well, yeah, and it just you know we just had, and that's the thing you you kind of papering over the cracks, but there's kind of no excuses now. You've ad- addressed that situation, and hopefully it comes in. But I, I am I am very much interested to see this lineup. I f- I find it fascinating as well that when the team new com- comes out now, they, they don't kind of have um, like a, they just have the, the well, uh, this year on. Um, the, yeah, they've when, not got the formation. They've not they? got the formation, probably <laughs> because they, they, they give up trying. They just have the personnel. Uh, but it's uh, it, it is going to be uh, interesting. That who um, is going to have to kind of um, not. I know everyone's going to play, but who's going to be the player that kind of dictates it, or kind of who's going to be the standout player? I think. I think I'm going to go De Bruyne. Um, kind of had a bit of a classic De Bruyne game against Brighton in that. Um, didn't do much for for most of the game, you know. Kind of get, gave away a few easy passes as he can do. Um, made a few mistakes, and then just a moment of fantastic decision making, which is what he's all about. Speed of thought, and there we go. It's pretty much a goal straight away. Obviously, required Silver's pass, which was uh, just as good. But um, yeah, I think I think De Bruyne's got to be the one. I think he. Realistically, he's got to be the one that kind of drives us this season as well. I think um, he's got to that age now where he's like 26. You know, he's been in England for a while now. Uh, he's been with Pep for a year. Um, he's become one of the kind of senior members and one of the guys that I think everyone's going to be looking to. Um, and he's kind of that bridge between the you know the old and the young a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think De Bruyne for me, um, and. Expecting a big game from Jesus as well. Not sure, obviously not hundred percent sure whether he starts. But well, I think I, I'm going to move on to that now. So you kind of jumped onto the next segue. So I know I know it's tough to do, and like I said, but what, what I, I'm more interested in, in if we, if we do, I, I think he's going to go with a four, four three three version, if you will. I think you do as well. So that would mean that someone's going to miss out, or, or maybe they don't. But who who starts in the attack? Who, give, give me a team. Obviously, it's not going to be Bravo. We kind of know that, so it's going to be Edison. You think he starts four at the back? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I do think so. Um, I think. I mean, it's, it's it's difficult, isn't it? I, if we saw the three, I wouldn't be. Um, I wouldn't be particularly surprised, but I'd say 
yeah, the standard four, which will be uh, obviously Walker, Company, Stones, I reckon probably over Otamendi, and then Danilo, and then probably Fernandinho, given that Torre played um, yeah. midweek. And then, to be honest, I think in as many games as possible um, this season, I think I think Pep's going to be trying to play both Aguero and Jesus in the same squad as off, uh, in the same team as often as possible. Even though I think in terms of balance, that's probably not the best. And we know the balance that Sterling and Sane give you, um, and they terrorised teams last season, especially towards the end. But I just I just think the kind of the absolute goal like goal scoring machines that those obviously they miss chances those guys and that is an issue but I just think having you almost can't not have both of them on the pitch at the same time and I don't think there's going to be that many games this season where we're going to see one of them on the bench um, and I think there were little, there were signs of that last season when in those kind of last three or four games when Jesus came back Jesus played wide right Aguero played up top and it kind of worked um, so yeah I, I, I'm expecting Jesus on the right Aguero up front, obviously the two, De Bruyne and Silva in the middle, and then I'm not sure about left. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it could be either of them. I'd probably go for Sane. Yeah, well, I, I, I think Mendy will make his his, his home debut. I do you really think? do. Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think with him seeing him. Um, Training. I mean, I, I know he was only a clip that we saw. I don't think that we're going to risk him, but I think that if you know, he's not going to be. I think he's, if he's ready, yeah, you chuck him out there and, and see. But that's why I think he does, and he changes it. I also think that I don't think he'll play Stones. You know, I think he'll play Otamendi and company, um, and then obviously I think he'll play Walker uh, in the middle. I think he'll play De Bruyne, um, Fernandinho, and David Silva with the front three. I think that um, Jesus will drop out. And you I think, think, yeah, and I think he'll go with Sterling and, and Sane and as them as a three. And I think that's where you're going to see, uh, you, you're going to see. Oh well, I, th- I think you're going to see the, the the attacking, and um, you know you're going to see you know chat. Um, well, hopefully, like I said, I'm, I'm saying this. Hopefully, we, you, this is we're going to do the business um, and, and do that. So I'm going to jump in. And I'm going to ask you for your prediction. Um, how do you think it's going to go? I think we'll, I, I, I'm confident. I think we'll win. Like I said, I think Spur, um, Everton haven't haven't kind of sorted out this this three four three thing yet. I think they're kind of playing it. I think Kuman wants to play it because it's you know it's quite Dutch. Um, it enables a lot of good passing angles, but I'm not sure they've got the team as of yet to play it. So I think yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go City two one, but I think it's going to be quite tight. I'm not expecting us to batter them batter them at all uh, Rooney's always good for a goal against City I think he's like I think he's the record scorer almost ever against City in terms of individuals against I think he's got like 10 goals um, Sigurdsson always recently has got a goal against us as well yeah he did He did. I think he did last season actually yeah he did he, he did he went it with Gabby that won it in the, in the 90 second minute but yeah so, so you're going with 2-1 yeah I'm going with 2-1 I'm going with 2-1 Interesting. Um, I, I think I, I think we'll want to make a prediction. Yeah, I, I listen after last last week's. Well, I want to defend myself. I said six nil. I was very confident. Although I must admit, and we'll come on to this later on within the things. I, I think that I mean I I'm sure that all the world put when I when. Duffy passes the ball back and Aguero's in. I'm still I don't I don't know what happens, but that should have been one. Gabby should have scored as well. I mean, so maybe, maybe it would, but I, you know, I think we could have done. I just didn't think we had our shooting boots on, but potentially it should have been, and I should have been in the money, but obviously it wasn't. Uh, so I'm going to make a prediction. I think we'll win 3 0. I think, I think you're going to see, or hopefully you're going to see, uh, us organized. And, um, I think you're going to see, uh, um, I think you're going to see KDB turn it on. I really think, I think he's going to have a season. I think last season, looking back, and I was looking back on some games, and the amount of chances that we missed, and I know it's, we've we've said this on, and we, we've beaten an old drum, is frightening. The amount of assists that he would have had if we could hit the back of the, back of the net, like you would expect us to, would have been f- frightening. Honestly, frightening of, of what it is, and that's something that I th- I'm quite worried about as well. Actually, I know people said about. Um, um, Aguero, he obviously scored and he kind of set one up. I mean, um, 
Jesus should have scored, and if it wasn't for the own goal, yeah, scored. yeah, he should have scored. Let's face it. And like I say, I'm, I'm not worried. I, I know he's, he's talented, but again, it's the amount, and I don't want it to be that where you know the missing missing chances, which I still think we need another forward, and, and we'll move on that. So I, I think we'll go three nil. Uh, you think two one? Hopefully that is it. We'll move on now to you know transfers in and out, some rumours uh, and such like that. Um, Hopefully, rumours. We'll lead on first. Obviously, it's coming that City are in for Johnny Evans, which it sounds so strange me saying that because he was be the last person I ever thought we would be linked to. But it, I just I, when I first saw it, I thought it was a joke. I honestly thought it was one of these. <laughs> you know, when you click on these things and it's just like, yeah, okay. And Same then it turns bit, yeah. out, yeah. And then when I saw the price tag of suggested that we've bid and had to turn down by West Brom of 18 million quid, I, I, I honestly was just like, wow, this, honest, I, I honestly started to think I must be worth at least a million quid. Honestly, thinking <laughs> that, you know, I mean, wow, it's, it's, it's frightening that fact. I mean, everyone's been losing their mind and obviously on, on Twitter, everyone's had to say and, what 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 is the first? I'm interested to know what is the first thing when I say Johnny Evans to you. What is the first thing that you, you think of that comes to your head? Uh, I think of him getting sent off in the six one. Yeah, and that's what I think. <laughs> I think six one. That's a that's the, you know that's what I think. I mean, I've I've looked at the argument from both sides, and um, you know, I mean, I'm trying to weigh it up. I'm trying to play that kind of detective work of why on earth. You know, Chica Bagheristan and Pepper have come up with a with a with the idea of okay, we're going in for Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans is is the is our is our solution. You know, I, I'm thinking I know the market's inflated. I know Leicester I mean Arsenal were in for him last year and I know Leicester bid ten million for him. So I'm thinking, okay, a current team recently that's just won the Premier League. You know they're they're in it. He's he's you know he's doing well. He's experienced within the league, but it's just so difficult to to, to come up with. You know, can we not keep Mangala? Would you not rather keep Mangala? I mean, it's so strange, so strange to think of to say well, the name Johnny Evans. On, it is weird, but on Mangala, um, I have quite strong opinions on Mangala. Um, for me, there's absolutely no way uh, we should be keeping Mangala. I think he's shown. For me, anyway, um, in pre-season and in a lot of his performances for City, that he's just not a footballer. He's just not good enough. Um, I think potentially on a team in a team that sits deep and plays, you know, kind of a low block, bit West Brom style, and he has to head balls left, right, and centre. Um, I think he'd be a very good player, and I think there's definitely kind of a, a player in there, but I don't think he's a Pep Guardiola footballer in the slightest. Um, I don't think he's a footballer, and and, and that no, sounds really hard. That sounds harsh, but I, I, he's an I, athlete, isn't I it? yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I echo, I echo everything you've said, and I've watched him, and you, you want him to do well, you really do, because you think of it, you just think, I feel sorry for him, I really do. But I mean, he's kind of played that left-sided centre back, and he he's looks so out of place. Honestly, he looks like he's in the wrong, wrong, wrong sport. It looks like he should be on an NFL team or something like that. He's just, he just looks. He's he's kind of he's all the gear, no idea to me. When you look at it, the ball at his feet, he, he looks he look. That's how exactly how I play football. I just just don't give me the ball. You know what I mean? It's just panic. He's that kind of thing. Just put it in Rose's head. There's no way that he's he's kind of doing it. And I've questioned this for a long time. I know that the, the scouting team are cheeky Bigiristan, but you know Chiki played for Barcelona. You know, and and this, and I just I look at him and think, wow, you guys spent all that money and you wasted it, and. This it's amazing, is what, isn't it? Well, it is. It, you know, it, it, it is. It is amazing, and it is. And now we can't get rid of him. You know, nobody wants him because I think everyone's figured out that he can't play. But he doesn't suit our style. He isn't. He isn't going to uh, fit in. And and that's where I, I look at it. I'm trying to look at it with, on with, without being negative. I'm trying to look at it from a football standpoint, the Johnny Evans kind of thing. And from what I understand, and I'm not trying to say I'm in the know or anything like that, it's going to happen. It is going to happen, but the, the money is, is 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 not going to be 18. It's going to be more, and it's something that mm. I think it, it is something we're going to have to get used to. But when I try and look at it logically, I can see why he wants to do it. I think the homegrown thing is one. I think the experience of him playing, I know people say that as a United reject, you know, everyone laughing. Put that aside, and, and I think that, I think it is, 
I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to look at the positives. I'm trying to think that is he going to play? He's he's proven in the Premier League. I think. He, he, I mean, as the fact that he's West Brom's captain, he's done it week in week out, or he does. He plays. You know, I know he played for United. He, he won, I think, three Premier Leagues, and he's got experience in the Champions League. I'm just thinking that Pep sees a player that can fit in. That if if company goes down, that he can go again, go alongside John Stones and give him. You know, a bit of leadership and a bit, and maybe he could come in in the. It's not called the Carling Cup anymore. I don't know. It's Carabao, whatever the cup's called, or, or the FA Cup, and such like that. I just, I just thought there'd be a more um, somebody else. I really didn't think that. It would be. <laughs> I'm just still in shock. You know, I, I, I think you you mentioned it as well. You mentioned Ben Gibbs. Is it Ben Gibson from Middlesbrough and and such like that? And he's a left sided. Um, Defender and I don't know. It's just it just seems very very strange to me. What are your thoughts on it? Um, well, I've tweeted a little bit about it. Um, I think it's a difficult one to rationalise, but I think there are there are a number of things. I think number one, it's a I think it's a really important position for us to get right because um, we're gonna as we've discussed, you know, just just now. I don't know whether the back three is going to be our like principal formation this season, but I can definitely see us playing it a lot. If we're going to play it a lot, that means you need four centre-backs because as soon as one's injured, your fourth-choice centre-back's starting. Um, you've got to add the context of we've got Vincent Kompany. Um, yes, he looks like he's over his injury trouble, but you know I think we're, we've all got to be very realistic. That is a ticking time bomb waiting to go off until we're six months down the line. And he's injury free, a little bit like um, Aguero was after all his niggles. But obviously, the problems are way worse for company. We've really got to manage that. So I think it's a position we can't get wrong, which is why I think potentially they've gone for um, an older head in Evans. Um, for me, I've obviously mentioned Ben Gibson on 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 Twitter. I'm not. It's not that I'm some absolute Ben Gibson, you know, fanboy, and I've watched loads of him. It's more just for me for the for the amount of money we're spending. And I just thought potentially we'd be wanting to get a bit more out of the player. Johnny Evans is going to going to turn thirty. Um, I know he has played in back threes um, for Northern Ireland and also for West Brom more recently. But obviously, he's a very good defender, and I don't. And the thing is, basically, I think he's a very a very good Premier League player. He's a very experienced international. He's got over sixty Northern Ireland caps, and I think that that says a lot. He's obviously been captain in. Um, West Brom in recent times and they're by all accounts to be fair I've read a, a lot of stuff that some of their fans have said online uh, over the last kind of 24 hours and they're gutted to be losing him um, and they've actually talked of his footballing ability um, a little bit more than anything else because I think it kind of goes without saying that he's a you know he's a good bog standard defender um, so that, that that's my, my my little concern how good is he on the ball because um I've never watched him in enough. Obviously, I've seen Johnny Evans play football loads, but I've never watched him in enough detail to kind of get the nitty gritty of how good he is on the ball. But yeah, weighing it, weighing it up both sides, and having taken a little bit of a step back from it, and had a bit of an argument with Stefan about it actually this morning. Um, I can, I can, I can see why purely because we can't get it wrong. We need a guy to be a firefighter if something goes wrong with company, or even if something doesn't go wrong. We need a guy that can come in that we know. Is going to do a job, and if that's only going to be for two years, then maybe that's all it's going to be. It's just for me looking at it from the outside. I'm looking and seeing what's probably going to be a 25 million pound fee. We're not going to get anything out of the player potentially in terms of development or maybe being able to sell him on. That's why I was more thinking about kind of a Ben Gibson type in that they're a bit younger. You know, they've got that time to grow. But yeah, as I said, I can see why they're going for it because we do need someone that. Is going to be at a slot straight in, and we can't have another John Stone situation where we go for someone a little bit younger. Obviously, Gibson or a couple of the other lads that have been touted. Of um, you know, Gibson's only twenty four. Obviously, he's been he's been amazing in the championship. He's been touted to. I think he's made a few England squads, but not actually got a cap yet. Um, so it's difficult. I, I can I can see why they've gone with it. I I think. <laughs> I think we'd have all just thought it'd be a slightly more glamorous name. I think the the thing the thing for me is if we're going to go for a an older centre back, I would have liked to see someone in the Dimichaelis mould, someone um, who we get for a, a little bit more of a reduced fee, who's got that kind of Champions League experience. Um, I think Pepe 
Obviously, we've been linked to him in the past a few times. I, he's gone to Turkey this year. I think he would have been absolutely perfect for this. That's the kind of guy I would have liked to have seen. Cause he Do you know who I in. thought you were going to say for a split second? I thought you were going to say John Terry. I'm so obviously... So like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I agree. I mean, the way I look at it, I look at it twofold. Like I say, I kind of try and play the detective work of why they would go through that. And I'm not saying, when you, when you all the joking aside and all, all who he used to play for and kind of stuff, he is proven in the Premier League. I'm not trying to say, I think it's going to happen. So it's not a case of, I'm not it trying to It does look like it. it's going to yeah, happen. I, yeah, I think it is as well. I don't think it's a case of, I'm not trying to sell it to you. I think it's just going to, you're going to have to, he's just going to like it a lump it. I just don't think, he's not going to be a player that comes in and plays week in, week out. He's going to be a player that is a rotation, he's rotated in. He's going to come in for maybe play the bottom teams with no disrespect to them. Maybe like the Burnleys at home and the Stokes at home and such like that. Coming on a rotation and, you know, um, and that's the thing. Com- we all know company, you know, fingers crossed he goes the whole season. Uh, that, but well, he's going to have his game managed. Yeah, of course. And, he plays uh, he's, and he's got to. I think I think we've all turned our hair out if they played against Girona and come off injured or just why risk him? You know what I mean? It's, but it, that's the thing. And I think the other argument is... It, it comes back to youth again. You know, we all want to see, um, you know, the young lads. And and, and toss, um, Tossin is is a player that he played. We all want to see him. You know, is he going to go out on loan? Should we keep him and rather not? I mean, it, it's you know, it's kind of like playing Monday morning quarterback. It's kind of if you said we can't get it wrong, so bring in no, the experience. Can't. I mean, I, I, when, when you when you. Oh, when you look at it and it kind of sits, and I think Sam Lee was on and he was trying to put. I think. Um, James Robson from the um, MEN has been on as well, and you kind of when they're kind of putting it down, and, and you're looking at the facts, and you're like, yeah, I actually agree with them. You know, I think it's I think it's just a United thing that no one can get. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing. I think if he played for anyone else, I don't think he'd kind of like be bothered. But it's just it's just tough to kind kind of. I, I, don't I think know. the money the money as well the money. Yeah, seems... but I, I think when you're looking in, in the market, and and, it, and again, you know, you're looking at. Andre Gray went for 17 million quid. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, you're talking about, is it Sam, Sam Klukas? Do you want, he, he, I think Burnley bid 10 million and um, I think they, they've said less than 20 million. I mean, you, you can't believe the, the inflation that the market is, is gone. And this is why I want to move forward as well, because I, I think that, we do need to. I, I'm hoping we do. Yeah, and this is the thing: the transfer market is fascinating to watch because we all want to. We all link with all these players, and we all want them in and such like that. But obviously, but I do think that we need to make at least two um, acquisitions uh, left. I think obviously, you know, centre back is one, and then I think a forward is another because I think we collectively go in and you know, Gabby and Cun, you know, they, their injury record for both of them. They both miss some time, and again, missing chances as well. And this is where the thing you've obviously seen the links with recently in the last couple of days with Sanchez. We've led to believe that a Premier League club's bid forty five million and had it rejected. There's a lot of talk out there about this. Kylian Mbappe has not been um, put in the um, the squad for the next game. They they in France they have a couple of games uh, a couple of days early. They released the squad list. He's not in the eighteen. And we've been linked with him. What's your initial thoughts? Do you think that we we get a forward? And do you think it's one of them two? I think we need a forward, without yeah. a doubt. Um, I think it's been it's something that I've been concerned about for the last six to eight months. Really, um, the lack of just the, the chances that we miss it's it is pretty unbelievable to be honest. Um, and I think a lot of other fans don't see it because they don't watch City ninety minutes every week. We have had a propensity under Pep, and I, I, it must be so frustrating for him because it's so difficult. I don't really know how you measure it. Um, there's not really a way to improve it. Well, you can't it. coach it either, as much yeah. as you know. I mean, look, I, I, I'm doing my coaching badges at the thing now. I'm not listen. I'm not saying that I'm I'm Pep, but you can't coach it. You, you once they go out on the on the field. It's kind of like okay, you can't you can't teach it. They've either, they either put it in. You can't teach them to, to score goals. You know, you can put them in the position to. But again, it's 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 executing and doing it, and like I say, you can take all the training drills aside and shooting and and such like that. But it's just doing it, and I think when you look at Guerrero, we all know he's good for a goal and, and that. But it's just maybe you know he, sh- he should score, and then Gabby as well. So I think a forward needs to bring Brung in, and this is the thing you start doing. What profile do we go? You know, 
it, are we going to go for a Lorente? That would be a totally different forward that you would say is not a thing, but it's a different thing. That kind of like, I would say, Jekko, you know, that kind of taller, you know, different threat crossing. But that's not a kind of our thing. We don't really put many crosses, well, high crosses. It's kind of low crosses that we're putting. Um, we're not really known for for headed goals, re- really, um, apart from obviously the own. But you know what I mean, don't you? That's the thing. It's kind of like, we play it on the floor, and when you're looking at Sanchez, I know he can kind of do it all, kind of thing. But uh, and and Mbappe as well. But you know, we we constantly link to Mbappe. We're told that he's going to be PSG, City, or uh, Madrid. But then you look at the uh, and obviously with Sanchez as well, he's not come out and said, "No, I'm 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 staying." He's not said anything apart from you know he's not. I I think it is going to be one of the two. I think it, I think it's going to get crazy. I'm not I'm not saying I'm in the know or anything like that, but I just think that. Surely there has to be an option up front, or at least you know, it's not going to be a midfielder. It's going to be a striker, and I really do. I, I'm hoping. I am hoping uh, that it, it's going to be. Um... I must say, I'm not. I'm not as confident as you. Um, for me, I think Sanchez is the one that, for me anyway, ticks all the boxes. In that, um, I think there's definitely an argument to have a kind of bigger striker, someone to bring off the bench. But when we've already got two proper number nines in Kun and Jesus it, they could have their minutes limited and when we are playing um, the front three that we normally play in the 4-3-3 um, that means we've only literally then got two proper wingers so we probably need we probably really need a winger which is why I think Sanchez for me ticks all the boxes in that he can play both he's a bit older he's got that experience he's the he kind of guy that I think yeah he knows the system and he's the kind of guy that I think would add to that killer edge and kind of the Add to the dressing room really, and kind of take those standards up two percent or whatever, whatever it is. Um, for me as well, I think Sanchez. If if one of them's going to happen, I think it'll be Sanchez. Um, Do you think it'll happen? I'd probably say not at the moment. Um, if you, if I had to put money on it, but I think I think there's obviously a decent chance. I think the bit just the the concern is that it's going to take Sanchez to do a. Uh, to do a Van Dijk, uh, Van Dyke, Coutinho kind of situation, and it doesn't seem like he's going to do that. However, the converse is Wenger's narrative and has changed a little bit in the last couple of days, and he's talking about writing off what will essentially be around about 120 to 150 million for allowing Ox, Özil, and Sanchez all to leave on a free. As much as I've kind of think obviously he's a very stubborn man I just can't see that just makes absolutely no business sense one of them at least has surely got to go um, and I think Sanchez will obviously be the one that they'll want to give away least if it came down to it that you know I think their fans and the board and whatever would much rather Ox went to someone like Chelsea but I still think there's something there I mean obviously he's not played um, he's supposedly got this injury Um I am I'm hopeful, but I, for me, I can't see Mbappe happening. There's there's too many chips for City to move. Um, we've not brought in enough money. I don't think that because that deal is going to cost so so much. Well, money I, like be. I say, I'm I'm no expert on on how a deal's put together and on how much has to be on the books and how much you can put in there. So I don't I don't know how it's done and I don't know what we've got left to play with. So I, I would only the only argument I'd say with that is we've is. You you just wouldn't sell to PSG. I just I would just rather them go lowball the offer. I mean the offer the money that they're talking about. It I don't think it's happening. But if it were to be a hundred million, maybe there's a way that they can do it with putting it on. I, I, like I said, I'm not an expert in, in how to put a deal together and, and what can go on the books and and such like that. But I I, I can see the the Sanchez deal happening. I just. I just I'm trying to play it out in my mind. Yeah, how do you think it plays out though? Well, I just think can you imagine thing. the beginning of of I remember and I'll just I know we we push for time but I think it's interesting but I remember I was in I was in New York uh, earlier this year and when I watched the um Conf- was it the Confederations Cup is it is that what, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah. wasn't it and he played and I remember him, I watched the press conference and he said he he knew his few, he knew what he wanted to do, but he would say after um, the thing. Now he never came out and said, "I'm staying at Arsenal." You know, he's never come out and said, "Listen, I'm I'm contracted to Arsenal for one more year. I'm happy. You know, I'm contract. I don't. You know." And that's it. He could have come out and played that card, or they could have come out and said, "Well, if I was there, I would say, listen, just go out and just say this.' You know, because we're your employer and we're paying. I think that would be the respectful thing to do." 
um, because, like I say, he's 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 you know he's getting huge wages, and it would just be the professional thing to do. But he's never done that. He's never come out and once squashed it and said, "Nah, I, I'm staying here, or I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm contracted to this, or it's not true." He's never, and that's the thing. The thing that I look at is we're linked, and these links have come from somewhere. You know, I mean. Oh, well, he, I think he obviously wants to come to. Oh, I, I believe he does as well, but I think you know it's funny that you know, and you know, I know Sam's mentioned this, and he, he does. He, you know, Sam mentioned from the get-go that hey, we're in for Mendy, we're into this, and it just works out that his sources. You know, I, I think I honestly think there's something in it. Now, I can't imagine. Can you get get your head around this, right? We go in early, whatever it is, early August, and we say, okay, we'll give you fifty million, whatever the whatever the money is, and Arsenal say, okay, you can do it. Can you imagine their fans, honestly? And what does it say for their season? You know, it was like, okay, but if it comes to the last day and we come in with 60, whatever the money is, it's irrelevant, really. And they say, okay, well, we have to, or he hands in a request or he doesn't want to play for the club. You know, they have to say, well, listen, you know, we don't want to keep a player that does this. It has, you know, we have to look at options. I think they could sell it better then. But I think, honestly, you could just, you know, just get the popcorn and watch it. I'm, I'm kind of hoping it plays out like this. But I just think that, the way that I'm looking at it, we're looking at the Brighton game. We're looking at others. They've got to see that hey, we need a we need a, a you know something else. We need a you know someone else we can roll on. And it can't be. I'm not sold on Sterling playing through the centre. I'm just not. I just don't see it. Um, I, I I think he can do it, but I just don't see. I like him out wide. Um, and I just I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that that is the case. You know, I'd like I'd like the kid from Monaco. I really would because I think he could be there for the next ten years potentially. But again. He's not really played against anyone, really, has he? When you're talking that kind of money, it's kind of the thing. It's, it's, it's so much money, I think. The the way, the thing with the Sanchez thing, I think it's really coming to crunch time now. There's now, what, 14 days left. Um, and like I said, I think there's potentially a game to be played with Arsenal that there's no way they're going to they're going to keep all those three and allow them to go for absolutely nothing. How, much, how, be... how, much, how much does Cheeky go and say, listen, hey, I, this is what, this is it. I think if you go, obviously it sounds like we've had a forty-five million pound bid rejected. If I think City will probably go to somewhere in the region of around sixty, and I think it would be pretty difficult for Arsenal to turn that down as um, as a football club. And I think there's a potential that the board could get involved. But what I think we should try and do is try and get over the line before, say, an Oxlade Chamberlain goes. Because if an if Oxlade Chamberlain goes for many reasons, not just finances, especially to do with the fans, etc. I think you, your chances of then them letting go another of what the players, I think is unlikely. I think Sanchez is the most difficult to prize out of all of them because he's obviously their best player. Um, and he could, be, he could be the difference between them coming fourth or coming sixth or coming second or whatever because he is that good. And they could remake the money that they lose in Champions League money or whatever. But... Yeah, I think there's potentially a game to be played, and if I was City, I'd be kind of stepping on and basically trying to make trying to make an offer because at the end of the day, a sixty million pound offer, and I know at the moment it's crazy money, but sixty million pound offer for a twenty eight year old in the last year of his contract. I mean, I think that's a, that's an offer that as as a board of directors you're going to have to take very seriously. They might turn it down, fair enough, but that's an offer that's going to you know properly make them think about it. Well, I, I, this is all to be played out um, and, and it's going to unfold and we're going to see, but I think it's going to be very interesting to see where Arsenal stand uh, and, and how it's going to, going to affect. But like I say, well, I'm sure that it'll um, a thing. But, you know, before we wrap this up, I want you to think, um, gut, gut instinct, Sanchez, yes or no? I think no, <laughs> unfortunately. I was building you up then, and 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 you did it. I I got the opposite. <laughs> let you I'm right going to say, yeah, I really am. I'm going to be the. the I just don't want to get. I don't want to get my hopes up too much because it would just for me it would just be such a transformative signing. It's the guy that that I think it takes us from kind of favourites with everyone and slight favourites to you know we're essentially signing a guy last year that scored over twenty Premier League goals. 20, got over 24, 10, 24 Premier League goals, ten Premier League ten assists. Assist. I mean Double. that's just. Gold that, dust, isn't it? Yeah, um, and he's and he's that kind of he, he just fits so perfectly in terms of the pressing, in terms of he knows Pep's system, and I also think the age. A lot of our attackers, apart from Aguero, are really young, and I think some of that cutting edge in terms of in terms of finishing, he could really rectify that. So for me, it it, 
it's it's one that almost do at any cost because it's not going to get to an Mbappe level of cost if that makes sense it's you know if if it was say going to be 70 million I'd almost say do it um so yeah I'm going to say no because I don't want to get my hopes up and also I think Arsenal and Wenger have played it very well but the signs are there I think in the last couple of days in his press conferences that he opened it up a little bit and as Asan said on the uh, Transfer Talk podcast earlier today it's the first time he's put a little bit of distance between himself and the board and saying that the board might take the uh, take the onus and potentially turn around to him and say um, you know we've made a decision to let him go and Wenger said there's nothing I could do about that but it was more he was still more beating the drum that he's going to say stay so we'll have to see no, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Well, listen, we've been running an hour. It's been uh, it's been great, as well. I think we should uh, wrap this up. So, Lloyd, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on with me. No worries, mate. Looking forward to being at the Etihad on Monday. Yeah, that, that's it. I'm nervous as ever, and I, I, I'll take any of our predictions, by the way, uh, and do that. So let's hope um, City win. Thanks everyone for for listening, and if you want more. You can always sign up to the player. So thanks very much and we will be back soon.